Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. So how's it going where you're at? Man, just had a friend drop me off a bus pass for 20 bucks today. Right on. Yeah, he wanted me to buy another one, but I had to explain to him. I'm like, dude, shit is tight this month, son. <laughs> Well, he already knew that, you know, like, you know, it's, uh... Well, I don't talk to him that often. He's more of a rehab friend. I thought all those rehab people, like, knew how tight shit was. <laughs> Har. That's, uh... I don't know what would that be? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, um, I gotta wait until the fifth to see if this sober living dude is gonna pay the deposit because he was talking about he was just gonna help out with the fucking. Deposit, which that was very vague, given his correction to me. But then he's like, "Oh, it's just one hundred fifty-seven, so I'll pay it." Okay. But he still has not made a move to do that. Okay, well, keep bugging him. Nah, it's just when the fifth comes around, I'm just gonna get a money order and then use half my check to fucking pay off that crap. Oh shit. More weirdness. Yeah, pretty much. Damn. But I did order some Walmart, so that was something. Right on. So I got stocked up on food for a few weeks. Cool. And I should still have, like... Over a hundred bucks left in food stamps. Okay. So, just gotta manage myself correctly this month, and I shouldn't be worried. I was cutting a little close on my spending last month. Uh, I left so much food at the fucking sober living. Not a lot, but a good amount. sure when you were going to leave because they kept getting you to stay a little longer. Yeah, exactly. Then I finished watching that Cobra Kai season four. Okay. Which ended pretty interestingly. Yeah, my sponsor told me that they approved a season five. I didn't hear about it, but I'd be down for a season five. Cool. They left it on a hell of a cliffhanger and shit. Let's see. Yeah, I've been watching this Why the Last Man 
which is like kind of like a plague TV show. What TV show? Why the Last Man. But what kind of TV show do you call it? Uh, it's like a show where like a plague broke out. Oh, see, I thought you know when you said it was a plague TV show, I thought it was like, you know, this is a TV show to avoid. Well, it's, it sucked me in about four or five episodes, but I finally came up for breath. Oh, okay. That was like one of those, this TV show is so bad, it's the only thing you could really do a reasonable comparison to, to coronavirus with. Yeah, it's like these type of TV shows, like, I mean, like, I didn't watch any of the previous ones that were more like this. Besides The Walking Dead. (coughs) This one, like, kind of, you know... It's like all the men are dead, and there are only a few male survivors, and it's nothing but women. Ah. You know, this this show kind of seems like a feminist wet dream. Like some lesbian's wet dream. Yeah, it's something else I was thinking. If the name of the show was The Last Man, you know. Is this a world where everybody becomes a uh, 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 transgender and there's only one dude left who isn't? <laughs> nah, just mostly regular chicks. Haven't seen a transgender yet. Yeah, oh, okay. A few of the characters are gay, but... They're just the gay chick, chicks. Or... Okay. Well, they're probably the only ones that get to have sex. So. Yeah, that's true. Like, all the straight characters aren't having sex. It's really weird. You know, but that's, you know... What a lot of the chicks that I know want to be like. Shit. I finish uh, that Catherine the Great season two, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. She tried to kill like her ex husband for fucking and killing her mom. Well, her husband. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, her husband fucked her mom and yeah. killed her. Accidentally killed her. She fell out of a window while he was fucking her. Oh, okay. Did that really happen to her? I haven't looked it up. Might want to look that one up. day was uh, didn't really do a hell of a lot just woke up and I did a little bit of the radio station in my head put borrowed this bag from uh, or backpack from uh, uh, Mike and put my 
dirty clothes in it because he's thinking of wanting to deal with laundry tomorrow. So, I don't know. It might, depending on how much it's going to cost, because I don't know if I have enough money to do it or not. Uh, and, I don't know. Just did, I don't know. Did the radio station in my head. Ate, uh, ate some food. Went, uh, I don't know, did dishes. Uh, and then you called around the time when I was finishing up drying the dishes. Nice. Well, and, uh, like, her mother died before she became empress, so she did not die fucking the emperor. They take some yeah. liberties on that show. Okay. Maybe. Oh, okay, so... Okay, okay. So the show isn't exactly like her life. Yeah, like the more the second season is saying a mostly true story. Well, mostly accurate or something like that in the title. Well, did her mother? Did this dude really have sex with his mom? With the, her mom and and then fall out a window? That's what I'm wondering. No. Okay, so none of that shit's true. But it made good TV. Yeah, it did make it. It spiced up the season. And then, did she get to come before she fell out the window, or she fell out the window before she had a chance to come? Before she had a chance to come, it was actually a uh, Scully from uh, X Files that played her, her okay. mom. Okay. Hmm. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to picture what she'd sound like having sex. I didn't pay too much attention to the sound of her having sex. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's something I pay attention to. It's like uh, how you can tell when somebody's sexy or not, kind of. Yeah, she's pretty sexy. I'd fuck her. Well, I actually did, you know, since we talked about it, I think maybe because we talked about it, uh, this dude put on the uh, porn uh, thing on the chat line that I go to, uh, this movie with a chick fucking a dog. <laughs> and... I don't know, to me she sounded like she was totally faking it while, while that was happening personally. I see. I mean, like, she was kind of, just sounded like she was, you know, like when a chick fakes like they're into it, that's like what she sounded like. Oh, yeah, I've seen porn star chicks like that. Yeah. Like, you don't see no legs shaking... They don't seem that wet. Well, I mean, okay, like, just certain chicks just sound like they're faking it, you know? Yeah. And that chick kind of, she sounded like she was faking it, you know, like, uh, a bit too much overacting. <laughs> yeah. 
seven notes. That dude would probably go, if you saw it, she definitely wasn't faking it. <laughs> I can usually tell when the chicks are faking it. There's a lot of yelling, and then all of a sudden they're fucking getting cum on their face, and they're not moaning anymore. So it's just like, yeah, she was faking it. I don't know. But it's like, uh. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh. I don't know. Just, uh. What was I, what was I thinking? I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, that's the thing when you watch different porn. Like, some chicks are, like, not into it at all, and you can tell. Some chicks are just in it, into it too much, and so it just doesn't seem like it's real to me. Mm. Not, not like too, but it just sounds like they're overacting. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it just sounds like they're overacting. Anyway. So what are we doing right now? Uh, oh, welcoming. Um, something that the people on the TV were saying that I wanted to go against now that I was thinking about it. It's like, it was important to me. I should have done it two days ago. Or three days ago, really. Is when the people on the media are telling... Uh, people for the psychology of how to f- cope with the uh, losses that we've had because of uh, the coronavirus shit. Yeah. That they're telling people, don't focus on what's missing, focus on what you have. And it's like... <laughs> it's like, fuck you. It's like, no, the, th- the problem is, is what I have isn't worth living for. And the things that you're making be missing are the things that are everything are, are the things that are that are uh, worth living and dying for. And it's like, you're telling us we should just like not focus on how much stuff the government has taken away from us by by putting these health restrictions on us. And it's like, no, I'm not going to try to cope with this, this shit that you're causing. And, and I'm not going to try to cope with the everything that's important that you took away from us or that you're trying to take away from us because of this. I'm not, I'm, I refuse to cope with this shit. It's okay. I'll never you know, recover. What? It's from a show, a YouTube show. Like the chick would say, "I'll never recover." <laughs> no, we won't recover until we get the old normal back. Which could just... be never. You know, it could be, which really sucks. You know, I mean, or you know, I won't be able to recover till I get somebody like Carol again or something. But you know, that's. Uh... Yep, even my sponsor's pretty much broken up with his girlfriend. Damn, that sucks. 
Yep. All my friends' girlfriends are fucking seem like they're not worth the trouble. That's a. I don't know. They might be worth the trouble. I don't know. It depends on uh, how much of a nightmare they're, they're being with them is. You know, I don't know. Still wondering if Eric has killed himself. Haven't really seen him online. Right on. Maybe he was able to stop his pain, hopefully. Uh, the end of the day, he's a grown-ass man, so I can't stop him from doing what he wants to do, but he has kids, and that'll probably make him cry. Right on. If I had kids, I'd probably make them cry every day that I was with them. And when I'd left, or whatever. You know, I'll probably be a terrible father. My kids will be so traumatized, it won't even be funny. They're just going to be so psychologically fucked up for the rest of their lives after having me for a dad that they'll, they'll never recover either. <laughs> A Kyle Chaos prediction. Oh, yeah. They will never recover. <laughs> anyway, so what, what are we doing? You we're just about to say something, and I thought of that thing that I wanted to say before the show, because that, that TV news had said this three days ago, and I'm just like, this is the kind of brainwashing shit that psychologists are doing that needs to be talked about and how much that they're trying to get us to accept a life that's not worth living that they're trying to give us. Assimilation to them is temptation. Temptation? Yeah. Temptation to do what? To join the herd. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's probably true, but I don't want to be a part of the herd. Damn it. True, Dad. I don't want to be a part of their good herd. <laughs> For the most part, me either. Anyway, so before, the, before I started thinking of that, though, then you were about to say something. Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. I'm Kyle Chaos. So what are we, where are we at today? Are we, are we still yahooing? Nah, in force. Okay. That's only, I thought we only got like an, an hour of yahoo, or did, or did we start doing yahoo before? We might have been 10, 20 minutes shy of two hours. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I didn't know how long... Cause it, it, I thought we only did two segments, so... Yeah, we did two segments. It's an hour each. Oh, shit. I didn't know our segments were that long. Shit. Indeed. Okay, well, now then... I don't know. We didn't cover that many stories in the first segment. Blame you for sucking, man. <laughs> Yeah, no. Well, we'll see what we do. So I guess we're info warring, doing info wars today. 
indeed. Hopefully they have good shit for us. Yeah. I don't know, they usually do. I mean, sometimes they have a lot of their crappy stories, or the ones that they are bullshit about, but we'll see. Uh, the first story is Great Reset Exposed by Dr. Robert Malone in Powerful InfoWars Interview. Okay. Um, is this like one of those live uh, interviews? Uh, it's probably going to be longer than we want to cover, even if it's not. Okay. Okay, so is there anything written that we can cover? Let's see. On this subject. Whatever they're talking about. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so what, what's written shit. What is it? Yeah, they got some written shit. Okay, so let's go into that. I had read books about transnationalism and the New World Order, and now to see it play out in real time in a way which in which national sovereignty governments are increasingly irrelevant. That's the thing folks got to wake up about. Okay. No, that does make sense. Dr. Robert Malone, a top virologist who invented the mRNA technology used in the experimental COVID-19 injections, joined InfoWars reporter Christy Lay, or Lee to explain how he came to realize that the COVID-19 pandemic is actually a mechanism of the Great Reset. The World Economic Forum's agenda to deindustrialize and depopulate the world. Okay. The other thing for me has been the personal journey of coming to terms with what the World Economic Forum really represents. And I really resisted that. People were initially coming to me talking about the Great Reset, and I was like, that's crazy talk. And then, but then it's all documented, and you see it being deployed. Yeah. Malone went on to explain how the World Economic Forum's own documents explicitly lay out its vision to use the COVID pandemic to reorganize society towards global communism. Yeah. That is uh, what's happening, yeah. Anyway, what else is in the article? It's a public document that clearly states everybody that's in our little clique, our club, these are the things that we will think. These are the things that we will say. This is how we will act. Okay. 
and that one was kind of icing on the cake. There it is. They're proud of it. They don't hide it. This is the vision. It's a full-on globalist totalitarian vision with the money and control. Malone, yeah, Malone described how he had heard of the New World Order as a political science undergraduate in the 1980s, but never imagined it could actually be real. We were all talking about it when George W. Bush was saying it over and over again. Yeah, I was late. I didn't. I didn't become woke until 2011. Uh, I was late to the boat. I realized the government was fucking us over, but I didn't think it was an evil cabal of people. Well, I still don't think it's over. an evil cabal of people. I, I still think it's a self-righteous cabal of people, but I don't. I don't think they're evil. I think they're just very self-righteous. I've read books about transnationalism and the New World Order. I find it, I find that fascinating but confusing. How could this possibly happen? The one concept I'm kind of stuck on: what is deindustrializing? That means you close down all the, you know, plants. You know, businesses, you know, factories. Okay, then where is everything made then if you close down all the plants and businesses? That's why they were trying to transfer it to third world countries and out of the first world countries. Okay, so that's why they're not making outsourcing illegal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's okay. That's why that's what, okay, that sounds like what the people who are running things want to do. Or the current new people that have, you know, won in this business war that's happened for the last two years. This is not about a vaccine. The vaccine is a symptom. Yeah, but it's more, how do we make people have to see doctors on a regular basis and uh, how do we make people uh, get, how do we make everybody give everybody the proof to hang someone with? You know, since everybody, whoever tests positive for this thing is the next pariah. It's like, how do we make sure we always have to find out who's a pariah and who isn't? And, you know, just basically get the proof to hang whoever the, the, the next group of pariahs for how many days are. Ten minutes into the interview, Malone broke down his realization that the corporate press and global institutions were waging Orwellian information warfare against the people, culminating in his ban on Twitter for sharing scientific data. Well, scientific COVID data. Okay. 
I've been on the inside for so long and seen NIAID director Tony Fauci's machinations for so long, so I saw the hardball politics, Malone said. It's not that I haven't been aware of that, but I had not been aware before of the information control that is globally coordinated. We are seeing full-on Orwellian Ministry of Truth now, he continued. There's no holds barred. It doesn't matter whether you cite the literature and you provide them with facts. They are not about the facts. This is full-on media warfare, information warfare, political warfare, 21st century like we've never seen before. And coordinated globally, he added. Yeah. Malone's... Huh? Yeah, it is. uh, It it does seem like what, what they're... Everything that's being done in the name of fighting the coronavirus to take away our freedom is uh, being done to push this this uh, this group of the same group of uh, like people I don't know the same group of globalists that are you know which not that globalism is a bad idea but in these people's hands it's a bad idea like their version of globalism is a bad idea that's about taking away our, all our freedom. Malone cited the media's doom and gloom propaganda coverage over the Omicron variant as the latest example of media warfare deployed for governments to justify renewing COVID emergency powers. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what's going on, or definitely what's going on. When you see that kind of coordinated behavior, folks like you and me say to ourselves, what's going on here? Why are they suddenly pushing the fear porn about Omicron? When Omicron is very benign, there's hardly any deaths worldwide from Omicron. Why is that, he asked. Because it's Christmas time and they don't want anybody to celebrate Christmas and New Year's. What else else is in the article? The two-year declaration of emergency expires on January 15th, he noted. And if it's allowed to expire and it's not renewed, then the legal basis for all the emergency use authorization language falls away. Oh, shit. That's why. Oh, shit. So they might just do this so they can keep the emergency powers and then they'll just keep it going for else long and then they'll find some new thing to stage it on two years from then or whatever possible yeah if more top scientists and researchers look into the great reset and media combine as Malone did the sooner humanity will be able to rid itself of the worldwide medical tyranny 
takeover implemented by the Davos Group globalists. That's the end of the article. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still think it comes down to we're going to have to to fight a violent war to overthrow this government to stop this shit. I mean, I think that's the only way we're ever going to get our freedom back. And then video, CDC appears to test common cold virus as COVID-19. Okay, what? Okay, how does that? I don't know, yeah, let's go into this one, I guess. A man says his brother tested positive for a mild form of COVID that wasn't Omicron, but Coronavirus 229E, the common cold. CDC may be violating its own rules, which state common human coronaviruses should not be confused with COVID-19. Okay. Say that first part, that first sentence again. Just for, like, I gotta try to get that in my head. Man says his brother tested positive for a mild form of COVID that wasn't Omicron, but coronavirus two two nine E, the common cold. Okay, but it's it's. Did they say he tested positive for coronavirus or? I guess what this is trying to explain is that the flu is a type of coronavirus. Well, you know, but I mean, it's the same thing that, like, if you took an AIDS test and you had a cold, you would automatically be considered HIV positive. Anyway, so what else is in the article? COVID cases from the Omicron variant are exploding. According to the, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the corporate media, but are COVID-infected people testing positive for the Omicron variant or for a mild coronavirus that's responsible for the common cold? Yeah, could be. a bunch of people are having colds and they're saying it's coronavirus. They're the Omicron variant. Anyway, what else is in the article? So my brother's been sick for a few days and the place he works makes him go get a COVID test. The man says, adding he tested positive for a mild form of COVID. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's weird. So you have the Omicron. He goes, no, they said it wasn't Omicron. 
So the man asked his brother to send him the test results, which revealed he tested positive for coronavirus 229E, the common cold. Coronavirus 229E is the cold. My brother got sent home from work okay, because I can't he... Even hear you right now. My brother got sent home from work because he has a, a cold. Mm-hmm. If the man's testimony is true, then the CDC is violating its own protocol. Common human coronaviruses, including types 229E, NL63, OC43, and HQU1, usually cause a mild to moderate upper respiratory tract illnesses, like the common cold. Most people get infected with one or more of these viruses at some point in their lives. This information applies to common human coronaviruses and should not be confused with coronavirus disease 2019, formerly referred to as 2019 novel coronavirus. Okay. The man went on to connect the dots between the exploding Omicron cases and the medical establishment using a cold virus. And the medical establishment what? Using a cold virus to advance COVID political narrative. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that is probably what's going on. Now, if you extrapolate this out across the country and all the positive COVID tests that are coming back, are they counting the coldest COVID positives, the man asked. If they are, that explains a lot. That explains why cases are jumping everywhere. But also what's really behind them wanting to count the cold as a COVID positive test. The answer, of course, is power and control by the globalist institutions like the World Economic Forum and the Davos Group. And that's the end of the article. Okay. So, uh, so let's go, go to the next article. But yeah, so a bunch of people are, are having colds and they're saying it's coronavirus. Or the Omicron virus or whatever. Epic video. Dutch citizens launch symphony of fireworks after government bans them over COVID. Oh, right on. That's good. At least uh, after the Dutch government bans uh, fireworks, a bunch of people are letting off fireworks. Yep. And they're doing that in the name of coronavirus, too, which is getting ridiculous. So, I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know what else is in the article. Yeah. Okay, so what are we doing right now? Dutch citizens show the power-hungry politicians who's really in charge as they ring in the new year. Right on. Heart-rending video out of the Netherlands shows the Dutch people sending a message with fireworks to their government. You don't control us. Epic footage shows the skies aglow with a series of fireworks across the horizon on New Year's Eve in defiance of the Dutch government, banning them as punishment for citizens not adhering to COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. So what else in the article? Despite the government imposing a fireworks ban... Last year, Dutch community service officers announced they would be too busy enforcing COVID restrictions to enforce the firework ban. Elsewhere in Europe, Italian citizens in Naples launched many fireworks on New Year's Eve despite their mayor, Gua. Well, Gaetano Manfredi. Well, Gaetano Manfredi also banning them in the name of COVID. Two days ago, Naples mayor... Fireworks in Italy and in in, uh, Holland. And in both those countries, they still let off fireworks at at New Year's Day anywhere. People did let off fireworks on New Year's Day anyway. Yeah. Okay. This is an encouraging sign that the tide appears to be shifting away from totalitarian government control and back to the people as the COVID pandemic agenda begins to fall apart. Well, let's hope it does. I mean, it's just showing that people are protesting. But unless uh, that doesn't necessarily mean it's falling apart yet. Unfortunately, I want it to fall apart, but... uh... still uh, the government has to surrender to people at some point and who knows how long that's going to take really or all these governments of the world have to surrender to the people at some point who knows how long that's going to take anyway what, what else is in the article that was the end of it okay so cool these people uh, again celebrated uh even though they said that the fireworks were banned in Italy and, and in Holland, people let off fireworks anyway. So cool. So let's go to the next article. COVID ivermectin, a mass formation psychosis. Highlights of Dr. Robert Malone's blistering interview to Joe Rogan. 
Okay, so it's, it's the same uh, dude that was interviewed on the other by this other woman, but this time he's he's being interviewed by uh, Joe Rogan here. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's go into this one, I guess. Inventor of mRNA technology used in the COVID injections breaks down how governments around the world are violating laws and basic code of bioethics to impose their agenda. This is modern media management and warfare, he says, regarding Twitter banning him from platform. mRNA inventor Dr. Robert Malone gave a fascinating interview to Joe Rogan, which aired on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. If you've got three hours to spare, we recommend you watch the entire thing here. Okay. Malone, an expert in mRNA vaccine technologies who trained at UC Davis, UCSD, and the Salk Institute, was suspended by Twitter with no explanation on Thursday. It appears he's preparing to sue, as Alex Berenson is currently doing. Be sure to catch Dr. Malone's in-depth interview with InfoWars reporter Christy Lee following his appearance on the Joe Rogan Experience. Okay, that last part, uh, one sentence the phone cut off a little bit. It was on uh, the one before the, the last sentence. What was, what was the sentence before that? Be sure to catch Dr. Malone. Before that. It appears he's preparing to sue, as Alex Berenson is currently doing. Okay, that's the part I didn't get. Just that as, as Alex Berenson is currently doing, it like didn't come out. Okay. So let's let's go to the next article because that was pretty much saying the same thing the, the first article was saying. The suspension came after Malone was vilified by a hit piece in The Atlantic, which was funded by Facebook and Johnson & Johnson. Oh, okay. What else is in the article? Uh, the three days before this thing came out, the journalist he previously publishes on woke issues on the topic of higher education. He's clearly hired, and then explicitly, they explicitly say the article was funded by the Robert Boyd Johnson Foundation and the Zuckerberg Chan Initiative. Okay. He was Johnson and Johnson and and Zuckerberg had something to do with uh, this this bad article written about Doctor Malone about Doctor Robert Malone. 
Yeah, he was totally obsessed. Robert, why are you saying these things? You must have some financial incentive. There must be some reason you're doing this, and I told him repeatedly because it's the right thing to do. I think I'm the only one who has been involved deeply in the development of this tech that doesn't have a financial stake in it. For me, the reason is because what's happening is not right. It's destroying my profession. It's destroying the practice of medicine worldwide. I'm a vaccinologist. I spent 30 years developing vaccines, a stupid amount of education, learning how to do it. And what the rules are. And for me, I'm personally offended watching my discipline get destroyed for no good reason at all except apparently financial incentives and I don't know political ass covering. You don't know political what? Political ass covering. Oh, okay. Our government is out of control on this, Malone continues, and they are lawless. They completely disregard bioethics. They completely disregard the federal common rule. They have broken all the rules that I know of that I've been trained for years and years. These mandates of an experimental vaccines are explicitly illegal. They are explicitly inconsistent. What vaccines are explicitly illegal? Experimental vaccines. Okay. Just the phone went out again. They are explicitly inconsistent with the Nuremberg Code. They are explicitly inconsistent with the Belmont Report. They are flat out illegal and they don't care. See, I don't know. Like, I look at this as the problem. It isn't that they're lawless. It's that they are so much into these laws that they're gonna I don't know, do ridiculous shit to force the law. I mean, the law is the problem. Lawlessness would be the solution to this shit. Or lawlessness would be the solution to this. The problem is their law. Their, you know, the, it's their laws. The problem is law itself. Ah, that pesky order. Yeah. And what what else is in the article? Malone then explained to Rogan how the utter Pradesh province in India crushed COVID with early treatment that included ivermectin. However, he claims that the Biden administration met with Modi and a decision was made not to disclose the contents of the treatment. Hmm. Isn't Modi the president of India, the one that we called Apu last time? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so I got to remember Modi. Modi is the president of India. Modi, the president of India is Modi. president of India is Modi. The president of India is Modi. I got to remember the name. Modi. At least we got his name right since we kept calling him Apu a couple shows ago. Or I called him Apu a couple shows ago. They then went deeper into the topic of ivermectin and early interventions in general. 
According to Malone, there are good modeling studies that show a half a million excess deaths have happened in the U.S. through the intentional blockade of early COVID treatment by the U.S. government. Uh Malone and Rogan then got into some heavy science behind COVID. And Malone explaining how people with natural COVID immunity are at higher risk of adverse events from the vaccine. Uh They then discussed the case of a 14-year-old girl who was injured by the vaccine, yet the incident was reported as a stomachache. This young woman who was listed as having a stomach ache when in fact what she had was a seizure and she's now wheelchair bound with a nasal gastric tube, one of a thousand subjects. Towards the end of the interview, Malone gets even deeper, suggesting that people are living through a mass formation psychosis. Drawing parallels to 1920s and 1930s Germany, where they had a highly intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Yeah. That's kind of what's happening now. And Twitter doesn't think Malone's voice deserves to be heard. That's the end of the article. Yeah, I think uh, whatever what Robert Malone is saying is pretty. What Doctor Robert Malone is saying is pretty uh, for real. And then this was just something that popped up at the bottom of the article. Trump doubles down on support for COVID vaccines and boosters despite outcry from conservatives and threats from Alex Jones. Okay, well, yeah, now we'd expect him to do that because he's still, in general, part of uh, the government's shit. Yeah, he's cutting off his nose despite his face. Yeah. Good luck getting reelected, homeboy. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna be able to get it. I don't think Trump is gonna be able to get elected again. Well, now when the fucking majority of Republicans are trying to fight against this COVID shit and COVID vaccines and mandates, and he's sitting up supporting it. Yeah. And then Alex Jones is one of the motherfuckers who helped him get to the dance in the first place. And now he's probably going to turn on. Which would be good, because like, so much of like what was bumming me out watching, listening to his show was how much he was just going yay for Trump. And if, if Alex Jones goes against him, it'll give him a lot more credibility in my eyes. Well, he's usually a man of his word. Yeah.
Alright, we're gonna go to the next article. Yeah, let's go to the next article. Then we got four minutes left in the podcast. Okay, so let's see what we can do with this uh, next article. New Zealand pastor says police broke into his house, confiscated firearms and ammo. Okay. Yeah, I picture that. So yeah, let's go into this out. This is this is one reason why I don't really believe in gun control, but okay. Because yeah. whenever someone wants to fight a tyrannical government like New Zealand or Australia, what are they gonna do? They're gonna take the dude you know, take someone's guns away and shit. The New Zealand police coming into a pastor's house, look at this, smashed it all up, strewn my things around the office, vandalized my house. How about that for a totalitarian state? Mm-hmm. New Zealand's, well, a New Zealand pastor explained in a video how the state's police broke into his home and confiscated his licensed firearms and ammo over a neighbor complaint. Damn. The pastor named Kyle Bromley walked around his home showing how intruders had searched through all his belongings, stole his ammo, and damaged his property on New Year's Eve. Guess who's been in my house? The flipping New Zealand police. The New Zealand police did this, Bromley exclaimed. As she showed the damages, including a gaping hole in... They keep switching between he and she. Hole in his wall where his gun safe used to be. Okay. The pastor found founder of the Life Connection Missionary Baptist Fellowship explained how the police left him a note claiming they were following an order based on a neighbor's bogus complaint about his licensed firearm ownership. Mm -hmm. They issued some kind of order saying that someone complained who was concerned about me being a firearms owner. They've broken into my house, smashed it up, taken my rifle, ammunition, and even took my litter box. That's weird. Mm-hmm. The New Zealand police coming into a pastor's house. Look at this. Smashed it all up. Bromley has clashed with police before. Over the summer, he made headlines yelling at police for trying to shut down his church service over COVID rule violations. New Zealand has imposed some of the harshest COVID restrictions on the planet, including a two-tiered society based on vaccination status, which has emboldened law enforcement and resulted in massive protests across the island nation. And that's the end of the article. Okay. So New Zealand cops being dicks to this uh, pastor. 
taking away his gun. So, okay. And then we got like 10 seconds left. Okay, we'll tune in next time when we hear about how we're being screwed with and how we're trying. Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. And yeah, I was just talking about how uh, screwed up that that pastor got screwed with, although, like, I still liked it, you know, still really got into it when the shoe was on the other foot, and now the, uh, like seeing the uh, cops uh, screw with the churches, since the churches have been screwing with things that I was into for a long time and using the cops and, and stuff to do it. Just like to see the church being screwed with by the cops instead of the church getting the cops to screw with people like they've kind of done uh, over and over again with everything I was into. And then watch, CNN's Cooper tries to stop colleagues' drunken rant against Democratic Mayor de Blasio. Oh man, yeah, let's go into this. Love to see de Blasio get screwed with. Co-host Andy Cohen unloaded on horrible Bill de Blasio after downing a couple shots of tequila. On live TV, as Cooper begged him to stop. <laughs> CNN host Anderson Cooper awkwardly tried to shut down his co host drunken rant about New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio during the network's New Year's Eve coverage. After Cooper and fellow CNN New Year's Eve live co host Andy Cohen downed shots, Presumably with tequila on live television, Cohen unloaded on the Democratic mayor as Cooper repeatedly tried to get him to stop. Let me tell you something. Watching Mayor de Blasio doing his victory lap dance after four years of the crappiest term as a mayor, as the mayor of New York, the only thing that Democrats and Republicans can agree on is what a horrible mayor he has been, Cohen shouted with slurred words. As Cooper begged, don't go on a rant. Don't, don't, don't. Is that how you want to start the new year? Yeah, I think it's a good way to start the new year. Some freedom on, on CNN for a change. Shit. Yeah, it's more Somebody like begging on one of their great lame uh, Democratic bands. <laughs> it's more like drunken belligerence. Could be, but it's still like he was saying some real shit. Probably. In a very good confrontational way, too, you know? Yeah, Kyle Chaos always rooting for the chaos. Damn right. That's why I'm Kyle Chaos. Cooper became increasingly uncomfortable. Yeah, what else is in the article? Cooper became increasingly uncomfortable as Cohen refused to cease the rant, grabbing his co-host by the coat as Cohen celebrated the fact that he wouldn't... Can you hear me? Uh, now I can. Cooper became increasingly uncomfortable as Cohen refused to cease the rant, 
grabbing his co-host by the coat as Cohen celebrated the fact that he wouldn't have to watch the outgoing mayor celebrate as the city comes apart next year, next New Year's Eve. Right on. I mean, I don't know, like, why they think the city's going to come apart next New Year's Eve. That kind of doesn't make sense, but okay. After serving two terms as mayor of New York City, de Blasio was succeeded by fellow Democrat Eric Adams on January 1st. De Blasio has been described as one of the worst mayors in the city's history for overseeing a significant rise in crime and disorder in the city that after taking over from the previous mayor, Mike Bloomberg. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I think the next mayor is even going to be worse than him. So, I mean, and I don't think that's the main thing that's fucked up about him. Whether If New York's crime rate goes up, that's in general means they're more free or whatever. That, that doesn't bother me. Just the whole way that they've turned everything communist in the in the uh, in the uh, city is, is what's you know f- what's freaking me out. Just that everything that there's no freedom there. That's the end of the article. Okay. So let's go to the next article. So who knows if what Andy Cohen was pissed off about was anything real about it or whether he wasn't enough of a dick to, to, to Andy Cohen. So I don't know. But okay, at least he got to say what he wanted to say and got the other person from CNN pissed at him. Because like you're supposed to think that every governor is great that that's one of that's a Democrat. <laughs> every mayor is great that's a Democrat. Not governor because it's the mayor. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, unvaccinated people are racist. Okay. That goes in, caves into a lot of bullshit that people say. Uh, No, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's the truth, but this dude's going to say this kind of bullshit and get to hype up a bunch of people's thinking that way. Anyway, so yeah, let's go. Let's go into this. Uh, Sounds like Justin Trudeau's got a turbo thrusted, double jointed ass for a mouth. Yeah, probably he's spewing shit everywhere. Oh yeah, well you know that's like most politicians are like that. Most government people are like that. So what's the Canadian Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau went on an unhinged tirade earlier this week smearing the unvaccinated as racist and misogynist who hate science. Okay, well, what makes you so great, Mr. Self-Righteous Motherfucker? And I bet you're I bet the woman you're with is really fun to be with, isn't he? Or isn't she? I mean, God damn. 
Trudeau then questioned whether... As someone who is misogynistic. <laughs> okay. What's, he, what's Trudeau saying? Trudeau then questioned whether this is whether society should tolerate these people or vax rape them. <laughs> what the fuck? I guess. that's Well, that's what they want to do. That's the same... That is about the same thing. It's the... Feminists kind of uh, forcing their agenda down our throats in that way. That they want they want to, to force everybody to see doctors because so many women love doctors. <laughs> So this is totally pushing into those people's hands that want to force this shit on you. You know, what else is in the article? Uh, The transcript of what Trudeau said. Okay, let's hear what he said. What he said. We are going to end this pandemic by proceeding with the vaccination, said Trudeau in French. We all know people who are deciding whether or not they are willing to get vaccinated, and we will do our very best to try to convince them. However, there is still a part of the population that is fearlessly against it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> myself. They don't believe in science progress and are very often misogynistic and racist. It's a very okay. it's a very small group of people, but that doesn't shy away from the fact that they take up some space. Ooh, we take up space. We're a waste of of space to them. This leads us What? This leads us as a leader and as a country to make a choice. Do we tolerate these people? Over 80% of the population of Quebec have done their duty by getting the shot. They are obviously not the issue in the situation. Mm-hmm. He's just insinuating, like, should we just force vaccinate them all? Yeah, I think that's what he's trying to say. That's, you know, part of this whole, uh, this whole problem. And, and yes, you know, I think progress, what you call progress is pretty fucked up. Uh, I don't know, you know, it's, I don't think it's against science to say that this stuff is bullshit. It's, uh, sure that fuck boy Trudeau is just massaging his cock while he's saying that behind the fucking podium. No, if he is, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's just, uh, but this is, you know, like a lot of women love doctors and want to make everybody see them. So, okay. Yeah. Fucking pretty boy Trudeau. Fuck that asshole. He's just, uh. A lame, uh, another lame leader that's uh, trying to push this agenda and, and uh, on us and, and uh, saying, oh, if you're not for the vaccine, then that means you're racist and blah, blah, blah. 
no, it's just we're not. We don't believe in government heavy control over everybody. But okay. What what else is in the what else is, is did he say here? These libtards only have one trick. Say that again. Hey, hey, you're, you're, it didn't come out. The phone. These libtards only have one trick. Scream racist and hope you just cower and curl into a ball. Their tactics are so transparent it's hard to believe anyone could still be swayed by them. Again, yes. I don't even think he's a liberal, so like, why use that term to call him that? Because he's obviously forcing a, con- a conservative control on everybody. This is the type of stuff conservatives do. They want tight government control over everybody. And this is just somebody who's trying to force this control on us. Let's check what Trudeau's party affiliation is. It's, uh, well, he's Canadian, so they have two different parties. I don't know, like, what the names of their parties are in Canada. Remember, this Canadian government. We don't even know, like, how many parties do they have in Canada? He is the Liberal Party of Canada. Okay. What other parties does Canada have, I wonder? <laughs> what are the Canadian political parties? Oh, wait. What the fuck? Why does it not do Five parties have had representatives elected to the federal parliament in the 2021 election. The Liberal Party, who currently form the government, the Conservative Party, who are the official opposition, the New Democratic Party, the Bloc Quebecois, and the Green Party of Canada. Okay. So now we know... What parties they have in Canada, so that'll help us kind of figure out what's going on there a little bit more. Yeah, but man, at the end of the day, his, man. His policies don't seem very liberal to me. That's what they call themselves, these guys that are pushing this shit. Okay, well, this is not very liberal. You know, this is heavy, tight government control. It seems more like communism than anything, you know. Ready to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next article. I 
Outrage as Iraq War Prime will PM Blair gets knighthood from Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Uh, PM Blair. I don't know who the hell that is. So let, let's. What? Uh, okay, I'm I'm confused. What's what's this article about? Even I'm wondering. <laughs> so I don't know, let's go in the article. Article, I guess. Uh, Brits protested this decision tonight, Tony Blair. Oh, Tony Blair. Okay, never mind. We get it now. Okay, now Tony Blair was a pretty was a pretty lame leader, just as much as as uh, Boris Johnson's a pretty lame leader. They're both oppressors. He was before my time of political wokeness. So, what, you want to go to the next article? Yeah, let's go to the next. Because, I mean, we know who Tony Blair is. He's a lame politician. Okay, he became a knight. He got knighted, but he's still a lame politician. We know who he is. He sucks. He's an oppressor. That's all we need to know. Yeah, we can't pay too much attention. when they said PM Blair, I'm just like, what the fuck did that mean? I mean, I thought of that prime minister, but... Oh, prime minister, Okay. But yeah, it's about Tony Blair. That's what I was trying to figure out if it was about Tony Blair or some different dude named Blair. Yeah, and then, like, who cares about who gets knighted? Because she knighted Coolio. Yeah. It's like England has just had nothing but bad, you know, lame, oppressive leaders, like, you know, like, probably in their whole history, but just like Margaret Thatcher sucked. I remember that. Tony Blair sucked. And Boris Johnson sucks. So. <laughs> They're all pretty much oppressive leaders. <laughs> uh, judge blocks vax and mask mandate for low-income children. No, oh, cool. You want to go into that one? Okay. Okay. I think maybe this is over with. Okay, anyway. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. Where are we? What article are we? What are we covering now? <laughs> Judge blocks vax and mask mandate for low-income children. Cool. Yay. So yeah, let's go into this. Texas wins latest battle in war between state and White House over mandatory vaccination mask requirements. Okay. So what else is in the article? A federal judge has blocked President Joe Biden's vaccine and mask mandate from being enforced in a program for low-income families. Deeming the requirement for children to be masked and staff vaccinated unconstitutional. Cool. Judge James Wesley Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, ruled on Friday that the Department of Health's vaccine and mask requirement for those involved with the Head Start program, which provides education-related services to needy children was unprecedented and lacked congressional approval. Okay. It is undisputed that an agency cannot act without congressional authorization. Thus, the question here is whether Congress authorized HHS to impose these requirements. Okay. Calling the mandates arbitrary and capricious, the judge concluded that they should no longer be enforced. Okay. What else is in the article? Texas Governor Greg Abbott, a Republican, praised the judge's decision on social media, boasting Texas just beat Biden again. Okay. Well, let's hope he did and then when it came to this situation. The state of Texas. Texas beat him when it came beat Biden when it came to this situation. Uh, what were you just saying? The state of Texas has been engaged in a lengthy battle with the Biden administration over vaccine and mask mandates, with judges going back and forth over whether they should be enforced. In October, Abbott signed an executive order banning all vaccine mandates in the state, ruling that no entity in Texas can compel receipt of a COVID-19 vaccine by any individual and that vaccines should remain voluntary and never forced. Mm-hmm. A federal judge ordered United Airlines to halt its COVID-19 vaccine mandate that same month while in November, Biden's vaccine mandate for businesses was halted after the Texas Attorney General filed a lawsuit. In November, however, the federal judge overturned Abbott's ban on the school mask requirements. Ah, uh, damn. And that's the end of the article. Okay, but at least uh, this cases uh this particular court case uh helped uh or district court case i'm guessing i don't know like which court it was that made this decision but uh this was more on the side of uh freedom at least and then you'll love this one
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez blasted for suggesting Republicans mad they cannot date her. Um, well, yeah, now probably a bunch of people are mad they can't, but okay. But I guess, uh, I don't know. We're trying to remember if she has a, does she have a boyfriend or? Oh, no. I never okay. looked that much into her life. I don't know. Do we go into this one or where's your head at? I don't care. I just think it's hilarious that she's so arrogant. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, what, what was she responding to, I'm wondering? <laughs> Doesn't sound like she was responding to anything, just an opinion of herself. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, where did this... Because how did she just come out of the blue and say this? You'd think it would be after someone said something like this, or after someone said something. Well, you think some dude on the Republican side was just like, man, I'd like to fuck Ocasio. No, no, I don't think it's like that. I think it probably had to do with some other issue... And then her response was that. That's why I'm kind of get, trying to figure out like what led to her saying that. I mean, that's why I'm kind of interested. Uh, it doesn't sound like she said it in response to anything. If Republicans are mad they can't date me, they can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet, you creepy weirdo, she wrote on social media posts. Okay, so she does have a boyfriend. Okay. Not surprised. She's pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's... So he's the one that's got to deal with this bitch on a regular basis and how much of a bitch she is, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, I've always been in the opinion she's a bitch. Well, no, me too. You know, definitely she's a bitch, but she's a good politician. You know, whether she's a bitch or not, she is a good politician. As yet to be seen in my eyes, but... Okay. Well, she's to me, she's brought up a lot of real issues. She's got some issues that I disagree with her with, but... Overall, she's brought a lot of real issues to the table. Her comments were in a response to criticism from social media user Steve Cortez that Ocasio-Cortez was reportedly in Florida. If left, if leftists like AOC actually thought mandates and masking worked, they wouldn't be frolicking in free Florida. He wrote. Adding, no, no, I mean that probably is true. You know, <laughs> that is probably a true statement. But you know, and this is one issue that I that I am against uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on. But she's, you know, she likes, she's into socialism, and that means force, having the government force shit on you. And that's uh, one issue that, uh, you know, one of the parts of socialism and communism that I'm against, and, and why I'm against her on that issue. But she does, you know, she does put a lot of real issues besides the bullshit issues that she's into on the table. 
And the guy continued by saying her guy is showing his gross, pale, male feet in public. Not at a pool beach with hideous sandals. Okay, well, either way, who cares? <laughs> who cares about what the dude looks like? He's got to put up with her on a regular basis, so, you know, just... Most dudes just feel sorry for for him, you know, as far as just having to have somebody that, you know, be like kiss a bitch's ass that much, you know, but okay. Yeah, he, he probably tongue kisses her ass. Yeah, that might be one of the more fun things about being with her, you know, like probably has to go through a bunch of bullshit to be able to do that. Though. That's the whole thing. He probably has to jump through so many hoops to be able to do that that it's uh, might not be worth it. But you know, maybe for him it is. So you know, what can I say? I mean, when I was with the worst woman I was with for nine years, I went through a bunch of bullshit, like extreme, complete bullshit, to be with her, and she was such a bitch to me. And uh, he, like her son, still wants me to get back together with her and gets you know hung up on me because I didn't want to get back together with her <laughs> because I said I wanted to get I wish I could have kept the last woman I was with <laughs> and then she hangs up he hangs up on me because I don't want to get back with his mom you know because <laughs> his mom is really a bitch <laughs> yeah, she probably wanted her doormat back yeah, she, you know, she probably does but uh, either way I don't want to go back to that shit. No self-respecting man should. Yeah, yeah, but I went through a lot of shit, you know, like, because I really didn't think I could do better than her. Because, like, the last, the two women I was with before her were, like, 10,000 times worse. And so I thought, it was like, if I don't get her, then I'm going to be stuck with one of these type of chicks. And, uh... I put up with her for a long time, you know, and I, I don't know. It's all more, more weirdness, but I'm trying to get, be with a better woman who's not so much of a bitch now, but we'll see what goes on. Uh, this is a test of wills, says Dr. McCullough. Must see COVID PowerPoint. Okay, yeah, let's go into this. Well, definitely a test of my will. I mean, I have to show my stuff. I have to fight for my stubborn iron will through all this bullshit. Well, this shit looks like a bunch of techno jargon. Well, what are they saying? Well, it's videos. One of them is an hour and one of them is five minutes. Okay, well, let's just look at the five-minute one. Thank you for watching the latest Greg Reese Report. Be sure to go to reesereport.com to see my latest videos, sign up for my free newsletter, and subscribe for exclusive content. And be sure to support my sponsor at infowarstore.com.
Rogers has been banned. Arrested. Attacked and threatened. Because we are effective. The Great Awakening is here. Go to band.video. Download the videos and share. Support the information war at infowarstore.com. And never give up the fight. I don't think this is going to be getting any fun. Yeah, that wasn't getting anything. Yeah. I wonder if they... I don't know. Should we just go to the next thing, or...? Yeah. Sick. New York rations COVID-19 treatments based on race. So I guess another state's doing that. Okay, well, that's... uh... I don't know. Kind of weird, but okay. Kind of weird. It's racist. (laughs) I don't know. And if, should we go into this one or go to the next one or where's? Well, I don't think it's gonna be anything new. I think it's just gonna be you're a dirty white person. You get treated last. But it's just saying that they're treating the people, the people that uh, seem to be the most affected by this, I guess, first or something. Systemically. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just wonder, I'm just thinking it's going to be similar to that other article. It's like, which other place was doing the same thing? Uh, I don't remember specifically where. I know it wasn't New York, though. New York is a new development. Okay. But New York is... Okay, what are they rationing? What treatment are they rationing? Let's put it that way. COVID-19 treatments. Okay, but what kind of treatment? New York Department of Health announces new regulations. Mm -hmm. New York's Department of Health is prioritizing non-white or Hispanic Latino people when providing oral antivirals to COVID positive patients. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so the the other place was uh, rationing monoclonal antibody treatment. Now they're probably rationing shit like ivermectin and shit like that. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of uh Okay, that's kind of uh could be considered reverse racism. I don't know. Well, it is. Like, yeah. if I was just being a self-serving black person, I'd have been like, yeah, I get treated first. But now nah, I think it's racist. Okay. So, yeah. So, um, so, I don't know. Should we go to the, I guess we'll go to the next article? Yeah.
Jimmy Dore. Alex Jones has been more right than Rachel Maddow. Okay. Whoa, right on. At least he's finally saying it. So, I mean, he wasn't saying stuff like that before. So, uh, yeah, let's let's go into this one. In March of 2021, Rachel Mal aired a segment about COVID vaccines that was chock full of misinformation and outright deceptions. Uh-huh. As, okay. as the MSNBC host alleged that vaccines prevented both infection and transmission. Anybody who's done their research knows that shit's a lie. That, okay, what did she say again? Because the phone cut off again. Vaccines prevent both infection and transmission. Yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> okay. What else does the article say? Statements that did not reflect the science at the time, nor have they been born out by subsequent research. Mm-hmm. Jimmy shares his disgust with Maddow's duplicity. Okay. Well, no, I'm, I kind of uh, don't like that, too. I mean, I haven't really heard her since this shit went down, but okay, she's on that side now. Now we know she's, she wants the Wants the government control and that part of the socialism. And, you know, and of course she's a chick who wants to make everybody see doctors and get the proof to hang everybody and all that shit. So, okay. And a lot of lesbians want to get the proof to hang us with and all that. So, okay. And then it's a video of unknown length. Hmm. Remember when I said that if uh Oh it's six minutes. Okay, yeah, we can watch that. If 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 you get vaccinated, you can't get infected and it won't be that that was also a lie. Remember when I said it that it, you can't be a host and you can't transmit it to someone else if you're vaccinated? That's also a lie. You think she's ever gonna say that? Never. Because Rachel Maddow has less integrity than Alex Jones at this point. Alex Jones has been more right about this stuff than her, that's for sure. So now what I've said, what I've said here is that if you're getting your information about COVID and the vaccines from the establishment news, you're being lied to and you're being lied to at the top of their lungs constantly 24 seven with very earnest looking people who you would never think would lie to you. Like, how about Rachel Maddow? Come on. She wouldn't lie. She's a nerd. Well, watch her lie nonstop about COVID. It means that instead of the vaccine being able, excuse me, it means for instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person to person, spreading and spreading, sickening some of them, but not all of them. And the ones that it doesn't sicken don't know they have it. And then they give it to even more people because they didn't recognize they were right. Instead of the virus being able to hop from person to person to person. 
potentially mutating and becoming more virulent and drug resistant along the way. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. That's not true. That was never true. That's not true. That was never true. This is from uh, the end of March, almost April of this year, 2021. She's saying this. That's a lie. That's medical misinformation. And if this video of her saying this is up on YouTube, which it might be, they'll never take it down. But this is straight up 100% medical misinformation. And this is why people hate the unvaccinated, because they listen to a lying propagandist like Rachel Maddow tell them the people who aren't vaccinated are the ones not stopping COVID. This is all garbage. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. That is a lie. That is false. That is medical misinformation brought to you by Pfizer. She gets $30,000 a day to lie for Pfizer and the military industrial complex, and she's doing it. She's lying to you right now. cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. Not true. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. That is not what that means. <laughs> Why is it I knew that in my garage? But you don't know it with your $30,000 a day and your tens of millions of dollars in help, in staff, how many producers do you think she has? 20? How many interns that work there? 50? How many people work at that show? 100? She doesn't know this is a lie? I know it's a lie. I knew it was a lie. You can't vaccinate your way out of a pande- this pandemic. You can't do it. Will she ever correct it? No. You know what else she'll never correct? The lie she told about the hospital in Oklahoma being overrun with people taking horse ivermectin instead of human ivermectin. She, she lied about that on Twitter. It's still up. You know who got taken down from Twitter? Dr. Robert Malone, the guy who invented the vaccine technology. Because he's telling the truth about it. You know who's leave? They leave up her because she's lying at the behest of Big Pharma, which owns the media. That's there's no other way to put that. She's lying. And she'll never correct it. She'll never go, hey, but remember what I said that the vaccine will end the pandemic if you just get vaccinated. That was a 100 percent lie. That wasn't true at all. Remember when I said that if, uh, if, if, if you get vaccinated, you can't get infected and it won't be, that, that was also a lie. Remember when I said it, that you can't be a host and you can't transmit it to someone else if you're vaccinated. That's also a lie. You think she's ever going to say that? Never. Because Rachel Maddow has less integrity than Alex Jones at this point. Alex Jones has been more right about this stuff than her, that's for sure. That's how bad they are. If somebody gave me $30,000 and put it in my pocket and you could see it hanging out and I came on there, somebody from Big Pharma, and I started telling you all this stuff, would you believe me? If I got a $30,000 check 
Stick it out of my pocket before I sat down. Every day they gave me one. Would you believe what I said? I wouldn't. But people believe her. And that's what she looks like when she's lying for $30,000 a day at the behest of the establishment. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell. Okay, well, it's uh, cool. He's uh, at least pointing out what uh, Rachel Maddow saying uh, wasn't, wasn't true but on that. Which is the first time I've heard anything from her, you know, since back when, when, how long ago was, I don't think I've listened to her since, damn, some point in the early 2000s, some, some point when I was still living in the HUD building. <laughs> That's where Alice Jones always hires chicks with big tits. That's a trip. Anyway, uh, so let's go to the next article. Alex Jones hires chicks with big tits. Oh, is that what the article says? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was just fucking right. Yeah, okay. Shit. But truthful. I thought they just, like, you know, have uh, have tit shots of, of, of all the different uh, women with big tits that he's hired. <laughs> I mean, like, the one chick, she was fucking distracting. Her tits were so huge. <laughs> I was like, man. Those were impressive. Then watch Owen Schroyer joins the Flyover Conservative podcast. Okay, I don't even know who he is. So. Uh, he's pretty much Alex Jones number two. Okay, but, but like, who is this person they're talking about? Schroeder? Or, okay, say, say the thing again. Owen Schroeder joins the Flyover Conservative Podcast. Okay. Don't even know what that is. I don't either, but... Yeah. Do you want to go into it or keep moving? Mm, where's your head at on this? I don't really have an opinion, but... It's probably going to be a long-ass fucking thing. You know, why would it be long? If it's just like some dude's joining some show? I mean, I don't, I don't get it. How could that be long? Well, he usually does long-ass, like, like he live-streams like Alex Jones does for, like, hours. Okay, well, I don't want to hear a whole live-stream, so... Should we go to the next one? Uh, now that her last hope is lost, will just Ghislaine Maxwell squeal? Oh, I hope not. God damn it. It's like she was helping us out. Again, again, I, again, she shouldn't have been put in jail for helping bunch of us men be able to have good sex and she was able to get some good sex and you know damn it like yeah, just sex trafficking should be legal we should in retaliation for these women just taking everything good away from us and, and giving us less and less reasons to live which 
you know, sex trafficking would give me a reason to not want to kill myself in retaliation for them taking all these, you know, busting person after person for this. Us men should be shooting women in the head and running them over with cars <laughs> to get retaliation. All of us men should be able to exploit teenage women if we wanted to. Fuck all this. Power to the pervs. Power to the perverts. Hell yeah. Perv power. Exactly. So I don't know. Uh, let's hope she doesn't go snitch on somebody now. God damn it. Well, she better not if she likes living. Ask Jeffrey Epstein. No, but if she's going to a chick's prison, they might celebrate her for this shit. (laughs) I don't know. I think they could pay just as many guards to leave the vicinity as they did with Jeffrey Epstein. He was a lot more rich. That's true. But they really wanted to mess with him. Like, the, the, the feminists really wanted to mess with Jeffrey Epstein. So, I don't know. I don't know. Should we go to the next article, or where's your head at? Uh, well, if you don't want to go into it. The global... Wait, I can't hear you again. Uh, the global COVID collapse has been triggered. Still can't hear you. The global COVID collapse has been triggered. Okay, let's go into this. Another Jones prediction proves to be accurate. Oh, great. As he called out the tyrannical takeover and depopulation agenda from the very start of the pandemic. Well, it's an 18-minute video. Okay, well, I don't want to watch 18 minutes. That's too much. Do they have anything in writing, or is it all video? (laughs) All video. Okay, let's go to the next article. Okay, let's see what they got. What does the Maxwell verdict mean for Prince Andrew and other alleged high-profile sex abusers? But it means, it just means, for all of us men, it means that, that we get less of a good time. Shit. Means that they're gonna take them down. Which sucks. You know, that means it's it's just gonna meet lead to our defeat as people who don't want to uh wear a mask and social distance and take the shot. As long as they can keep bagging on these people and keep putting them down and keep throwing them in jail and keep condemning them for being immoral, they're gonna keep condemning us for being immoral. You know, if we don't stand up for people like uh, 
Like even Prince Andrew, Andrew, if he got to have sex with teenage women or whatever, then eventually they're going to be, you know, pushing this thing of you're immoral, you should be shamed over and over again to everybody. Aaron Order cannot back up that statement. We know. But I'm going to keep saying this stuff that uh, makes certain people pissed off over and over again. So what the hell? It's just that's where your head's at. Well, yeah, no, it definitely is. I am, you know, tired of the constant shaming of all of us because we're immoral. Whatever, you know, like, I got to stand up for everybody that's been shamed all this time. Because this shit's not going to stop. They're going to keep putting us in this position where they'll, they'll say, I don't think you should be able to go out in public because you're not as moral as we are. You know, all these, all these stuck-up people like Justin Trudeau and shit. Uh, so you don't want to go into that one? No, I mean, I don't know. If you want to go into it, we can go into it. <laughs> I don't particularly care. Okay, well, I just see this as just... They're trying to take all of us down in some way. And as long as they can take these dudes down, they're going to take the rest of us down. And we're all going to be the next group of people that they'll tell us we can't go out in public. They don't want to be in public with us anymore because we're all immoral. Uh, America's wars are far more costly than the Pentagon admits. Okay, yeah, let's go into this. The true cost of America's wars and lost productivity, resources, and opportunity cost is far higher than even the official numbers of trillions spent on the Pentagon's many failures. Okay, yeah, that's probably true. America's decision to withdraw troops from Afghanistan was greeted with disdain in some quarters. But so far, most pundits have explored this debacle from the vantage point of foreign affairs by either lamenting the decline of American influence or lauding the move as justified containment of an aggressive foreign policy. Both views are worth pondering. However, Afghanistan and other foreign policy failures should spark a broader debate on the economics of war. Yeah, no, that'd be a good way to look at it. I mean, if the people that want to cut taxes would also see, you know, militarism 
is cost too much taxpayer dollars, then that would be a good way to stop uh, all this militarism. You know, that would be a good way to stop all this empire building. America's engagement in war has proven to be quite costly. According to a major 2019 study from 2001 to 2019, taxpayers incurred a cost of $6.4 trillion for U.S. wars in Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, and Pakistan. A key finding of the report is that the total budgetary burden of the of the post-9-11 wars will continue to balloon as the American government remains committed to interest payments and funding the rising expenses of veteran care. Okay. I thought post-9-11 wars would be like a serial that, you know, like, would have, like, Military, you know, like toy military weapons and, and like soldiers and stuff in the box, you know, in the cereal. I'm Eat pretty sure that's been done before. Eat post 9 11 military war. Military uh, cereal. Uh, I'm sure there were cereals in the past. Yeah, I know. But, you know, since Post is a cereal company, get a post 9 11 uh, war cereal. Further estimates compiled by the Pentagon suggest that the military escapades of the U.S. have cost each taxpayer $7,623. Invariably, international bankers and defense contractors benefit from wars, though in the long run, war reverberates throughout the economy. Yet, despite the costs of warfare, the idea that wars drive innovation is still widely promulgated. This argument has some merit because history demonstrates that the demands of wartime have spurred innovations like penicillin, electronic computers, and the radar. Mm-hmm. Innovations birthed by the pangs of warfare can serve as a serve a useful commercial function. However, on the flip side, warfare diverts the attention of the sharpest minds from solving scientific and commercial problems to crafting solutions aimed at destroying life. According to Nathan Rosenberg, during the Industrial Revolution, the quest to solve commercial problems led to the emergence of novel products. So in the absence of war, the potential of scientists is deployed to more productive use. Mm While warfare has resulted in notable inventions, we will never know the industrial innovations that were never conceptualized because engineers and scientists were busy aiding the military-industrial complex. On the basis that involvement in World War II stimulated scientific research, 
economist Daniel Gross and behaving. Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. Okay, so we were in the middle of this story on the wars, so I'm not sure. Where where'd we leave off on that one? Moreover, the innovation effect of the world wars could be contingent on time. 20th century wars produce superior inventions due to institutional quality and access to a sophisticated body of scientific research. Similar because, similarly, because sectoral linkages were more robust, Recognizing connections across industries became a sensible business strategy. Readers may contend that this thesis was is vitiated or vitiated by Jeffrey Packer's audacious text, The Military Revolution, Military Innovation and the Rise of the West. But the two theses complete complement each other. Packer's landmark study is just one text in a stream of studies aiming to provide an answer for the rise of Western civilization. To arrive at this, his conclusion, Packer had to interrogate multiple facets of European history and culture. Other regions duly engaged in ferocious battles, but their conflicts did not lead to a profound transformation in the art of war and military technology. Europeans built a project dedicated to maximizing the efficiency of warfare by updating technology, whereas institutions of a similar caliber elsewhere were non-existent. Almost sounds like something that Marshall McLuhan would have written, in a way, when they talk about like warfare being a great, huge part of uh, of. Uh, uh, rise of, of Western civilization or something. It reminds me of something that could have been in uh, War and Peace in the Global Village, maybe even. Whereas institutions of similar caliber elsewhere were non-existent. The innovations induced by warfare are determined by the expertise and agenda of those waging war. Always remember that gunpowder was invented in China, but its full potential was actualized in the West. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that was one of the main things that led to our empire building, unfortunately. Likewise, economic analysis disputes the narrative that America's participation in World War II laid the basis for post-war economic growth. Instead, the evidence shows that America's insertion in the war crippled productivity in the manufacturing sector. Alexander J. Field explains... Between 1941 and 1948, total factor productivity within manufacturing declined. 
considering the effects on TFP, the labor force, and the physical capital stock, the impact of World War II on the level and trajectory of U.S. potential output following the war was on balance almost certain, certainly negative. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the article. Yeah, no, our wars have done more to screw us over than anything than to help us. Um, so where, where are we at now? What's the, what's our plan now? Uh, I gotta go to bed cause I gotta go to church. Okay. Well tune in next time when we hear more about how we're being screwed with and how we're trying to stop ourselves from being screwed with. All right. Get out of here. You hippies. All <laughs> right. I'm going to, this hippie's bailing. All right. Peace. Oot. Peace. Oot.